Welcome to the Movie Hit List Podcast, where each week we review a movie and decide whether or not we would put it on each of our hit lists. So essentially, whether or not we would kill it off because it's not worth your time. So this week we're reviewing Star Wars The Last Jedi, which I feel like has, people just have a lot of opinions Oh, I know, I have a lot of opinions on this. Uh, you can currently see it on Netflix or buy it on DVD. It's rated PG-13, and it's directed by Ryan Johnson. Who also who- did Looper and Breaking Bad. Yep. So, the plot, according to IMDb, is Rey develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares for battle with the First Order. Yeah, I feel like... That about... Mm, yeah. Sums it up. Um, this is the eighth film in the Star Wars franchise. Yes. And I would suggest seeing the previous Star Wars movies, because this kind of goes off of them. At least definitely um, The Force Awakens, the yes. one that came out right before this, just because it's... There's a lot of new characters. Exactly. And you're not really going to understand a lot of what's going on unless you've seen that one. Um, so the movie opens with like the typical Star Wars long scrolling paragraph explaining the setting. And then goes into, there's like a big space pilot fight, which is great. It's like very much feels like Star Wars. It's a good vibe. And then immediately after that, we pick up with with Rey and Luke, exactly where it let off at the end of the last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, I was very much let down by that scene, though. Yeah, I feel like they portrayed Luke as kind of a jerk if I'm in the honest. entire movie. Yeah, yeah, like they just having seen the other Star Wars, you kind of. You know, you like Luke. He's a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good character. And then you get to this one and you're like, he's not he's that great. He's just kind of like... A hermit. Yeah, and like done with the Jedi and he's just not great. But that also brings me to a side note. Honestly, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, I feel like in the original, they just played off Harrison Ford a lot. I think by themselves, they're not the greatest actors, and I think that comes out a lot in this movie. Especially since they're pretty big focuses yeah. on this film. Which would make sense because they're such big original characters, but it doesn't exactly get pulled off. They don't have Harrison Ford as a crutch, I'd right. say, in this movie. So overall, there's like four different plots four different storylines that make up this movie there's the rebellion which is poe and leia and this new character admiral haldo which is played by laura dern who is a great actor but i can't get over her character because the entire time i watched i felt like she should be in the hunger Games. yeah her purple hair definitely gives that away i think that's what it is i couldn't figure out i don't know what else it could be that makes it not fit i just didn't feel like she looked like a star wars character the entire time i agree and it definitely like took me out of the the feel for a star wars film it i was constantly like why does she look like she doesn't belong in this film 
But so the rebels are being chased by one of the Empire's ships. So that's basically their entire storyline. They're just running away the whole movie. Then you have Rey and Luke, where Luke has gone to this island in the middle of nowhere to meet him, to train with him, to try to get him to come back. And then that storyline... Again, I don't know if part of it's acting and part of it is like the way the script was done to portray Luke's character, but they just don't really have much chemistry. Yeah. And nothing really gets resolved, I'd say. It was kind of... Not between the two of them. Right. It kind of just ends. Right. Then you have Kylo and the First Order, which I thought was one of the more interesting parts of the whole story where you have... Kylo appears to be kind of wrestling with whether or not he wants to be... Join the dark side. Yeah, whether he wants to be a Sith or whether he's questioning things. And then the fourth storyline, my least favorite storyline... My least favorite too. Is Rose and Finn. Which Rose is an introducing character. You meet her in this film. Right. Yeah. She just... Mm. the entire you know, I don't even, she just ah i don't have a problem with her character as much as rosenfinn's entire storyline could be taken out of the movie and the movie would be 100 percent exactly the same except slightly shorter exactly yeah there was no driving the plot with their little side task or whatever yeah I thought they really introduced her in a very cliche way. And if you've seen it, I think you can kind of understand what I'm talking about. But it's not the entire time when Finn meets Rose. It's like... Yeah, I guess it is pretty cliche. It's it's not... there's There's nothing to it. It's pretty like... Eh. I think there's several things in the script that are kind of meh. Like, one thing's... I feel like everyone knows about this. It's not really a spoiler. But there's a part where, like, um, part of the ship gets blown up and Leia goes into space and then somehow while she's unconscious and frozen, Force pulls herself back into the ship. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so bad. It's so cheesy. And there's no way, like, someone wrote that in a script and looked at it and was like, yep, that's plausible. And that leads me to another point uh, going off of that. In the beginning, you see, you know, with the whole opening in in space and they're having some kind of battle between the Rebellion and the First Order, you see a character, you know, they're going out, they're sent out to, you know, release bombs on the, on the ship or whatever. Oh, right. Uh, and it very much defies space logic. And looking back at the other Star Wars films, this is something that they didn't really do. They followed, you know, you go out in space and you die if you're not protected. Or, like, there's no gravity. There's no gravity. So things can't fall. Yeah, things can't necessarily fall. So this character is trying to release these bombs on the First Order ship, but, and they just fall. And it's like, that's not possible in space. Special. But how are we supposed to know that? And not to mention, she's in space at that point, releasing these bombs, not protected, and yet she's not dying. So it doesn't, there's some kind of continuity error between 
her being in space, open free, and Leia being in space, unconscious. And I think that's a testament to, I feel like the biggest problem with this movie is probably the script. Yes. Because, like, other than Luke and Leia, I don't think had the greatest acting. Everyone else is great actors. The thing is shot really well. All the locations are great. Costumes are great, etc., etc. But the script is what doesn't pull through. About an hour and a half into the movie, I mean, all these four plot lines, like, yes, we mentioned some flaws in them, but overall, there was a lot of potential, especially a lot of things that I felt like were promoted ahead of the movie, whether it be with certain characters, certain conflicts, and it all builds up, and then you get to this point where, like, you better drop your expectations because all this high potential is lost. And it, and it's, like, depressing at that point because you have such high hopes for these characters, for these storylines, and to see them just kind of get crushed in so dumb ways. Yeah. It's just not good writing. On yeah, them. like, Rosenfinn, their entire mission, it, it fails. So there's no, it doesn't add to the story whatsoever. There's a lot of conflict on the Rebellion side that could have been resolved if Haldo had just, like, said her plan 20 minutes earlier. Um... It's like not. It's, really it's not realistic, realistic at that yeah. point. Like to an extent, obviously, Star Wars isn't realistic because there are no aliens well, for yeah. us. But there comes a point where characters are doing things that you're like, "Why are you doing?" It's the same as if you're watching a scary movie and the girl goes down into the dark basement, wondering who's down there. It's like, "Why are you doing this?" This this makes zero sense. Right. No, normal people would not there do this. There was just so much that was built up ahead of time that just kind of petered out. Like, so much potential where they could have made it so good, and they just didn't. Uh, I feel like a big example of this, which, like, again, we can't give anything away, but Kylo and Rey, the relationship between them was explored a lot more in this movie, and I really liked it, and I thought it was super interesting, and it had potential to be, to especially, like, do things that hadn't been done in Star Wars before, and then they just kind of, like... It fizzled out, basically. Yeah. yeah, they didn't really do anything with it. So, Stephanie, would you hit this movie? I think I would. I mean, I love Star Wars, but it's not like the Jar Jar Binks kind of bad. It's just like the, oh my God, it could have been so good. And you like threw all these opportunities out the window. Right. If they had remade it with maybe a different script. That's why I would hit it. Just because like if you deleted this one and tried again, I'd be down. Yeah, exactly. I just think this time around... They didn't, they didn't have the right vision when it came to writing the script. They knew what they wanted, but they just didn't execute it as well. And this one was directed and, if I'm not mistaken, written by Ryan Johnson. The next one that they're making, I don't know, I don't remember who's writing it, but J.J. Abrams is directing it, and he directed The Force Awakens, which I liked a lot more than this one, obviously. So I'm hopeful that they could, like, resurrect a lot of the things that they didn't do well in this movie. 
But yeah, I was disappointed. I was too. I mean, granted, I never saw Rogue One. I just oh, saw I just saw The Force Awakens, and I thought it was good, um, and I liked it. But then I got to this movie, and I was a little skeptical because I I wasn't really sure how it would go. But I heard a lot of you know high expectations for it, and going in, I was like, okay, probably be good. Not worth buying. Yeah, I don't think I would buy it. Netflix, like it's free, so yeah. yeah. So if you have Netflix, I mean, it's. It's one of those movies, I I would say if you're a Star Wars fan, watch it for the sake of, you know, it's a Star Wars film. But honestly, it's it's not something I would pay for. You know? And we have friends who are Star Wars fans who, like, really liked it. Right. I'm not one of those people. Me either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess. Granted, I prefer the, you know, original Star Wars films to the newer you know continuation of the franchise but i think that this film could have been a lot better yes yeah yeah well i hope you enjoyed our review of the last jedi and we'll tune in to see our review next week and be sure to follow us on instagram at movie hit list podcast